surviving and walking in your purpose. I'm your host, Gigi Blackshear. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Our guest not only has, is she a woman of substance, but she has a wonderful story of faith to share. Please welcome to our show, Miss Tracy Irving. Tracy, welcome to our show. Hi, Gigi. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm You're so welcome. glad to be here. You're welcome. So please tell our audience, who is Tracy Irving, and share with us your story of survival. Tracy Irving is a woman who went off to college and expected to live out the dream and passion of her family, mm -hmm. and subsequently found myself um, becoming pregnant um, my second year in college with a young son and alone and by myself. I uh, always had the dream of the white picket fence, mm -hmm. um, husband and family, and that's what my family portrayed and drew that picture for me. What they expected. Absolutely. Yes. was the expectation. And so when I found myself in this position, um, things started to shift and change because I found emotionally that the person who I thought I was, I was not. Oh, wow. And so the strength that I had to gain in learning from my experience and then subsequently becoming married and then divorce, fast forwarding a little bit, um, and then being left with a small girl child that had severe epilepsy mm -hmm. and then alone as a single parent with a son with no present father and then with a daughter with no present father that had severe epilepsy then left me as a single parent to deal with all of that alone. Yeah. Two children. Two children. One with health issues. Yes. Talk to me about, you said that you discovered that you were not the person that you thought you were. What does that mean? Well, um, the thought of Tracy was a person that would have a life um, by herself, leaving college, going on to get her master's degree, um, shopping in London, Paris, mm. and all those places, and being able to just live for myself. And so, um, probably shallow a little bit of sorts. Mm. But then I found out that there was a woman inside that really could have strength that I not I did not think that I had inside myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So tell us, Tracy, you went from being a college student mm -hmm. to a mother, single yes. mother. Yes. Um, then you say you went you got married. I, oh yes, I got married. Married and then you had another Very child. Briefly. <laughs> 
And yes. then you, that's a lot to happen in a short period of time. Absolutely. What? How did you survive that? What was the thing, the catalyst, or the person that helped you or caused you to be able to move beyond? Well, actually, it was the two little ones that I saw Your in children. front of me, my children. Mm-hmm. I felt as though that they did not ask to be here. Mm-hmm. So the person that, uh, the illusion that I had for myself or my family that of the woman I was supposed to be, it was supposed to be a persona of another woman that had lots of strength that needed to be there for these two children, that had lots of emotional and physical needs that needed to be dealt with. And so I found myself coming out of my box of just thinking of myself and then I found strength in those two people that needed me. Those Putting the needs of your children before First, your own. Absolutely. Before your own. Absolutely. What about a support system? Was there a support system in place for you? You talked about your family and their expectations mm-hmm. of you. Were they there to support you or were you basically left to kind of figure it out on your own? Left to really figure it out on my own. I have a mother that was very present, um, as you would say, physically. Uh, However, I believe the emotional support of being left in a position that I was not familiar with Mm. wasn't there. I had to learn lots of uh, single parenting on my own. And so because I came out of a household that had a two-parent household, um, and this is the way I envisioned I would raise my children, Mm. I had to start thinking of a new way of being for my children, even though we were in a single parent household. I did not want it to seem like they had any any less. Any less. Yeah. Absolutely. Any less yeah. than any other household with children. That's interesting. Let me ask you, do you think that because your upbringing was very different from what your children were experiencing, mm-hmm. do you think you overcompensated with your children because of that? Absolutely I did. Absolutely yeah. I did. There was uh, several times that I knew, especially with my daughter having epilepsy, that I didn't want her to feel, um, especially having to deal with seizures in mm. the middle of her senior year, for instance, mm. in high school, um, having to go to grad night and having a seizure right then and there. And so I coveted her a lot. Yeah. And then I also wanted to give them the things that I felt like they should have, and even though they were in a single parent household. As a single parent taking care of a child, that has major health issues, mm-hmm. that must have been challenging for you. Very challenging. Were there resources that helped you with that, or were you, again, on your own, kind of trying to figure that out? Pretty much just treading the road on my own, just learning um, about neurologists and reading and mm-hmm. researching and trying to find out the best technique without having to medicate her so much. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the medicines out there for epilepsy will leave one very lethargic, um, uh, a little distant uh-huh. um, because there has been lots of lots of statistical research that has been done on people with epilepsy, how they are not alert and so they've right. been arrested because it looks they like have they're resisting. Yes, but, but it looks like they're resisting arrest. Mm. So it's it's just very important to pick the right medicine, and mm-hmm. so I had to find myself turning into almost a researcher of her condition Mm -hmm. on my own to just make sure Mm -hmm. she had the best care possible. Mm -hmm. And because I did not have the finances at that time, 
that I want, would, would have loved to get the best Right, the best medical yeah, care. Yeah, the best right. medical care for her. Right. So I couldn't do that at that time. And so I found myself doing whatever I could. And then so I started looking into some holistic mm-hmm. avenues. And so mm-hmm. I learned a lot about healthy eating and those types of things, clean eating that could help her. It sounds like you were very resourceful. Yes, I had to become resourceful. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, as a young mother... Um, we have to learn things kind of on the fly. Yes. You know, you learn as you go and you, you, you overcompensate. And, but it sounds like because you put the needs of your children first, you were able to kind of do what they needed to do, but still be okay. Yes, absolutely. And then I would sometimes put the facade that I still had it all together, mm. although I knew deep down inside I did not. I was dying inside because there were still things that I longed to do for myself, absolutely, and I had needs that were not being met. And so I would try to, I think, vicariously somehow live out those needs within my children. Through your children, Mm -hmm. through your children. Mm -hmm. We talked about faith. Yes. How did faith play a part in your survival story? Faith is just so strong for me. You know, the Bible says that you just need faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed Mm. and I a lot of times in my past would find that hard to even fathom just going through so many challenges but I found that faith was the only track record that I had to look at for what God had done for me Mm -hmm. in my life and I knew that no matter what I went through I still would look at my past and say that he's got me through so many, many things. There is no way that I can't get over this next situation. And that's just faith. Faith is who I am. Faith is just what just And what has sustained you thus far. Absolutely. How are your children doing now? They're How old doing, are they? They're doing wonderful. 28 and 25. Wow. I know I don't look a day over 30. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> you do not. You do not. Yeah. Tracy, you have shared with us a wonderful story of faith and the ability to endure and maintain mm-hmm. and care for your children. Yes. We're going to come back and hear more from Tracy in just a moment. We are back with Miss Tracy Irvin. Tracy, you have shared with us a wonderful story of faith. We know that based on the story that you told us, we know that there has to be something wonderful going on with Tracy Irving. Share with us what's going on with you now. Uh, I love the fact that I became an entrepreneur uh, 17 years ago. Uh, I have a commercial and residential cleaning business. And so uh, throughout something that I thought was tragedy has actually become triumphant Mm. for me. What is the name of your business? It's called Team One Service. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're actually okay. here in, in Orlando. Oh, at this wonderful. Time. So um, just the uh, being able to share my story with the staff that I have, I've been able to motivate and encourage and inspire so many of my staff members who are single parents. Mm. And uh, they, they look at me and they say, Oh, you don't have any, looks like you just get up and you just flawless and you don't have any issues or challenges. And then I say, <laughs> let me tell let you me what tell you, you don't know. Yeah. And so it has really been a wonderful ride for my business. My business has been 
uh, purpose calling. This one, I thought the the college was supposed to be my purpose. I found mm. that the business is where I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be here. And I traveled through my journey in order to be able to be a blessing through my business for so many people. Mm -hmm. That is wonderful, Tracy. You know, it's interesting. The good thing is that we don't look like what we've been through. Mm -hmm. So when people look at you, they see this beautiful woman that's well put together, and you don't look like you've been through anything ever in your life. But also the bad thing is that we don't look like what we've been through. Mm -hmm. And because of that, people want to discredit our story. They don't know. Mm -hmm. But when we get to that place where we can share our story, yes. it helps other people to know that I'm here now, but I've gone through all of these things in order to get here. Yes. And the things that we go through that don't kill us make us stronger. Absolutely. And all of those trials that you experience as a young mother, Raise, going through divorce and raising your children, all of those things ultimately work together for your good and helped you to become the woman that you are today, successful in business, two well-adjusted adult children, and able to do the thing that you were called to do you did, that you didn't even know. You know, And it lets us know that God has a plan and a purpose for our life that's far greater than we can even imagine. So... Tracy, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. It was very inspiring. And continue to do well. We know that your business is going to continue to do well. But continue to touch the lives of those young people that God intentionally sends across your path. Because we need more stories like yours. We need more people that are willing to reach out and help those that, that need the help. Thank you. So thank you so much for coming to our show. Thank you. I was so glad to be here. Thank you, Judy. We'll be back with licensed clinical social worker, Lakita Brooks. We are back with licensed clinical social worker, Lakita Brooks. Lakita, welcome to our show. Hi, Gigi. Hi. After listening to Tracy's story, her story contained a lot. Yes. College student, single mother, single parent, um, married early, divorced, two children, a child with health care issues. She had a lot. What kind of advice would you offer to someone that has a full plate at a young age, at an early age? You know, Gigi, I would say the first thing that Tracy mentioned was her why. You know, when she mm -hmm. initially went to college, it was about her family, what they wanted for her. And then Their life expectations. Exactly. Uh -huh. And then she became pregnant. And she was like, what in the world am I going to do? And from that point, everything that drove her was her why. Her why. And that's important, mm -hmm. getting in touch with that why. Exactly. Because if you, if you understand why, then the how is not as difficult. I mean, Tracy's story, she talked about doing it for her children. Mm -hmm. You know, she put herself on the back burner and she put the needs of her children before her own. And we see that a lot as mothers, it's something inside of us exactly. that, that causes us mm -hmm. to sacrifice our own mm -hmm. for the sake of our children. And that's a wonderful thing because like Tracy said, those children didn't ask to be here. So she was strong enough and wise enough 
to make decisions based on what was best for her children. Tell me for someone that's in that situation, what kind of resources, what kind of um, words of encouragement could you give someone that may be struggling, that that's, has all of those things going on at the same time? What would you say to that person? The first thing I would say to them is, what is the one goal you want to accomplish Focus right now? Single out exactly. One. Okay. Focus on that one goal, uh-huh. and then write down three tasks. Oh, that's good. That they would need to complete to accomplish that goal. That one goal. That one goal, and then even with the task, they're not going to do all the tasks at once. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, this week I'm going to do. The first task. Okay. Next week, I'll do the second task. So then they don't feel overwhelmed because their place already full. Already full. Break it down into bite-sized pieces. Exactly. Okay. Okay. That's wonderful, wonderful advice. So you you figure out your why. Mm-hmm. And then focus on one thing. Develop some goals. And then focus on one thing, breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. We've heard it said, inch by inch, anything is a cinch. And sometimes we focus, we get overwhelmed mm-hmm. by all of the things that's drawn on our attention. Mm-hmm. Having, I call it juggling and tap dancing at the same time. You have all the balls in the air, and inevitably, something is going to drop. So I love what you said about focusing on one thing at a time, and then creating a task list based on that one thing, and then move to one thing to the next thing. Mm -hmm. It makes life a lot smoother as opposed to trying to do everything and be everything. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, something will be sacrificed. And Tracy said she realized that after putting the needs of her children before her own, that she needed to do some things for herself. Mm -hmm. So you could tell that there was a progression. And as she matured, she got some wisdom And then she was able to use that wisdom and turn that wisdom into her business. Mm -hmm. You know, the things that we go through that don't kill us, they make us stronger. And they prepare us for, I believe, the plan and purpose that God has for our life. So in going through all of those trials and tribulations, what Tracy was basically doing was developing muscle Mm -hmm. to do the heavy lifting, to do the thing that she was called here to do initially. So, you know, I applaud her story that she was able to do what she was able to do. Laquita, thank you so much for coming on our show. Are are there some additional resources you can offer? And how could people get in contact with you if they had questions? Thank you, Gigi. So, one of the things that I would highly recommend, when Tracy first went off to college, she said, you know, I was doing it for my family, and eventually she became aware of who she is. But one of the things you can do now, if you know that there's more to your life, but you just don't know what, you can go online and go to careeronestop.org, and they have various assessments for values, interests, and even skills. So that's one of the steps that you can take now to identify what are those things you're good at? What are your interest and even what's really important to you in your life and you can contact me at www.leqita brooks which is b-r-o-o-k-s 
lcsw.com. And on their on that website, there are tons of free resources where if you're having different concerns, you can definitely click on those links and those resources are national listings. Akia, thank you so much. We'll be back in just a moment with my final thoughts. We know that life is full of ups and downs. We also know that it doesn't always go the way we expect it. There are things that happen in our lives that sometimes they can throw us for a loop. After listening to Tracy's story, we know that even though things happen that are unexpected, that are not planned for, that might take us and put us on another path, it's only for a season that those things do not have to be the end of our life, but they can be the, the new, a new beginning. The things that come into our life that are challenging or difficult, those are the things that help us to develop, help us to become the people that we're supposed to become. So if you are in a circumstance or situation, things have not turned out the way you thought they would, your life has taken another path, just know that as long as you don't get bogged down by it, as long as you don't allow it to stop you, that not only can you recover, but that you can get to a place where you are successful and you can make your life be what you want it to be. Life is full of highs and lows and ups and downs. And as long as you keep it moving and keep your faith intact, not only can you survive, but you can thrive. Thank you so much for watching our show. Thank you.